Welcome to the Loving Lake Geneva podcast. I'm your host, Karen Stray Rappaport. Each episode, I take an outside-the-wake look at the area's most interesting people, places, and happenings. It's another great day here in Lake Geneva, and the lake looks stunning, so let's jump right in. Well, I hope everybody out there is hungry today because we have with us owner and chef at the Lake Geneva School of Cooking, John Bogan. Welcome, John. Hello, hello. Holy cow. Welcome to all the loving Lake Geneva fans and all my alumni from the Lake Geneva School of Cooking. And I know so many people know you already, local and non-local, but for those who don't, this will be a great introduction and they're going to want to get here fast to get to know you. Oui, oui. So how long has this, I'm, we're sitting here in this beautiful facility in this beautiful kitchen. How long has this been here and how did this come to be? Well, we're in our 13th year right now. feel pretty fortunate to work and play right here in Lake Geneva. And, uh, you know, we used to do a live cooking show at my previous place right in Lake Como, French Country Inn, Kirsch's Restaurant. And uh, we had 172 people one night for our live cooking show. So I knew we were onto something. So we came down here in 2008. Uh, there was a lot going on in our country at that time in 2008. And so we just downsized and came here. And now we continue to grow here from two rooms to three rooms to four rooms. And uh, my wife likes to say that that's enough right now. <laughs> and it sure was a great idea coming off of the pandemic and that um, we don't need to be high volume. We just like high quality right here. Yeah. Well, it's a great location right here in downtown Lake Geneva. And I'm sitting here in front of these beautiful cookbooks of which I have bought a few myself. They're great gifts and great for yourself. Um, it's called Recipes from the Seasons of My Life and with gorgeous pictures and gorgeous recipes. It's it's one of those books that like I have on my, um, my cookbook stand in my kitchen just because it's so beautiful. Um, I saw that, that this was in the making for many years. Can you talk a little bit about how this cookbook came to be? Sure. Well, the recipes from the seasons of my life, the key was there that I like cooking with seasonal ingredients, working with our local farmers, our farmer's market right here in Lake Geneva. So we started with the spring and then summer, fall, winter. And so through the years, uh, you know, we just accumulated a lot of recipes, over 500 recipes where we would incorporate them at the different seasons, different times of the year. And uh, here at the Lake Geneva School of Cooking, it works out beautiful because we get people that come back often. And so and we do a certain class called dinner time, wide time, say Tuscany. We don't have just one menu. We change it with the seasons. And so all these recipes that we accumulated, I just, we had them kind of printed so you could work off them, but we never put them into a, a book format. And I've been wanting to do that for about 25 years. Takes a lot of time, even though you have all the recipes. We recreated we, we uh, 17 times the recipes just to make sure they all worked. And so um, when we were closed down for the pandemic, that uh, I needed to find my silver lining. And uh, I love cooking. And obviously, we weren't cooking for three to four months. So we said, this is it. Let's do the cookbook. And um, uh, we have a great team here. And we just wanted to be a, a premier style cookbook, especially I don't think Lake Geneva has seen anything like this right here, whether you're on the lake or downtown, like right here. Right. And so uh, we had a, a picture for every recipe and uh, um, 215 pages. And then, of course, we incorporated quite a bit of the local uh, uh, scenes and uh, uh, different uh, ideas of where we were cooking at. And of course, down to the lakefront there at the Riviera. And we had uh, a few special people that really were instrumental helping me with this 
uh, number one, my own team right here. And then uh, Ryan Benchheimer was our photographer. He came for five Thursdays in a row. And that was very instrumental. My daughter was my project manager. And she says, Dad, you're not going to take the pictures. I am like, oh, no, no, we need a professional. This isn't to be done right. And then we worked locally right here in Lake Geneva with the Nye Turner Media Guide, uh, Media Group, I'm sorry. And um, they make the beautiful At The Lake magazine. And they were our publishers. And then we had it printed in the USA. I said that was key. I wanted it printed in the USA. And um, it finally came out. It took a little longer when we put it together. But good food takes time, right? Yeah, that's good cookbook takes time. And so. I, the pictures are everything because, you know, people want to see what it's supposed to look like. Do you have to be a knowledgeable, knowledgeable chef to... Uh, to, to create these recipes or can a beginning cook figure it out? <laughs> well, are you saying the culinary challenge? Right? <laughs> yes, yeah, that's a great way to put it. Yeah. I was trying to think of a, a, so, the right term. We're going to correct here. <laughs> Even the culinary challenge to figure out some of these recipes. But what we do now, which is so great, because in the past we have the recipe, but now we show each team as you come to the school of cooking, the picture of the finished dish. So you know where you're headed, Right. So as we like to say, is you can't mess it up now, right? And so um, uh, it is kind of fun showing them where they're going to end because I know that as a chef and these are my recipes, but when people sometimes come here for the first time, they, they don't have that vision, you know, but it's great when you show them that and then um, they feel even more comfortable. And then if you feel that you don't want to cook a lot and you like dancing, well, then you get on that team and you could dance and someone could delegate and <laughs> someone could do the knife work. Uh, it's really well-rounded here that we like to get everybody involved. And so even if you're culinary challenged here, it's no problem at all. Perfect. Everybody still has a great time and the food's the best part. And how do they find this book? Well, it's on our website, right? Lake Geneva School of Cooking.com. And you can order them sent to you and um, you can even pick them up right here. Of course, at the, the class, uh, uh, we've been very fortunate again that we usually sell about five of them at their every class. And so um, uh, uh, it's going really well. And um, it wasn't just about the cookbook sales. It was about, again, uh, showing everybody our cuisine. And I think it really brings your experience together even more when you're using the book here at the School of Cooking. Mm -hmm. And you come back in the spring, you come back in the summer, it's different recipes, you know? And um, in between these seasons, Karen, um, we have personal chapters from Hawaiian Ohana. My wife's from Hawaii. And so we have dishes named after my children and grandchildren. And then we have Farm Fresh. We work with our local farmers. I mean, uh, I've been doing that again since I've been in Lake Geneva for 27 years. But uh, uh, Wilson's Farm Meats, Lake Geneva Country Meats, uh, River Valley Ranch Mushroom Farm. All these farmers are right here growing food for us to enjoy. And uh, we share it, no doubt about it. Um, we make homemade Italian sausage. That's a fun class. And uh, we share that a lot right here. And then um, we make uh, popovers and we make beignets and we make gouda uh, gougiers. And so uh, we have a whole popover recipe because um, that's what we start with here. And if you want to have a dinner party for say 15 people at your home, it's fun making these different dishes and, you know, having maybe with a glass of champagne. Holy cow. Well, of Holy course. Cow. Yes. So you, you mentioned in classes. Can you explain what kind of classes you hold here? Sure. Well, this weekend in particular, uh, we're doing a steaks, chops, and sauces. Um, that's starting to now where uh, if we can go outside, great. We have a beautiful wolf grill outside. We can use grill plates right inside. Uh, and uh, we have a blackened beef tenderloin, right? Beautiful beef tenderloin. We have uh, stuffed pork ribeyes from, again, Wilson's Farm Meats. Um, and we even have Maui, caramelized Maui pineapple chops. And they look like little lamb chops. And we caramelize them with vanilla beans, 
can smell that all over the city of Lake Geneva where we're cooking <laughs> those. We have to lock the front door so that nobody just keeps wafting in. Uh, and then we go on dinner time, wine time, Napa Valley. Uh, and this is where we use, uh, again, farmers uh, out in Napa Valley. Great wine, great juice, but there are also farmers out there growing, again, just this juice for us. But here we work with our local farmers. Um, and then we do friends, family, friends, and brunch Sundays, 12 to 3, where I used to cook with my grandmother on a Sunday. And so we try to have that where you can come in with your families and, and cook on Sundays. We also have a class, My Life in France, with Julia Child. And uh, uh, that's a fun class. And we have ladies that sometimes come in with pearls and uh, aprons on and have a good time. But in that class, we cook with the most, um, the most wine, the, the most alcohol, and the most butter in that class. Uh, because these are recipes that Julia created and we follow them and just have fun sharing with that. And, um, uh, you know, um, during the class, sometimes we'll have a glass of wine too. But when Julia uh, dropped that chicken on the floor, um, drop the chicken on the floor. We tried it with one glass of wine. You don't drop the chicken with one glass of wine, but three glasses is getting very slippery. And so uh, we go over that with everybody. But we don't usually let them have the third glass because, yeah, we're not going to lose a chicken here. <laughs> and I yeah. just think of that Saturday Night Live skit where, you know, I think it's Dan Aykroyd, we, right? We, he we, said, mm -hmm. I cut the dickens out of my hat. <laughs> yeah, we used to show that here at the class. And, of course, I took my whole group to the movie Julie and Julia. But uh, in the uh, Saturday Night Live program, that's like two and a half minutes of that the blood gushing out. And my wife says, no, nah, we shouldn't show that anymore. <laughs> We tried at the end, the beginning, you know, the beginning was not good at all for some people, you know, and uh, so now we we talk about it, <laughs> just like right now, Karen. Yeah. And mm -hmm. so these classes, like, do people have to come with a group or can they sign up with with a friend and how what size are the classes? Do you have private lessons, group lessons? You know, a little bit of everything. Um, you know, I'll start with the public classes and that's where you can just sign up one, two people, you know, and join other guests. And so right now we have a little bit more of a, a limited number from, you know, uh, pre-pandemic days, but, uh, you know, we still get maybe four groups of four. And, you know, you, if you're a party of two, you would join another couple, but we physically distance right here. And, um, uh, and then we would create a course, a dish. So there's four courses, four teams, right? And so you can just sign up. They're all on our website and it shows you how many seats are available. And it's pretty, pretty easy to navigate. And that's the Lake Geneva schoolofcooking.com and then you can also have a private group and uh you know and weeknights minimum eight and we have a whole web page for that where um you know that one you get to pick your own menu and i set up a sample menu but then you could have ultimately pick what you'd like to cook and we do corporate team building quite a bit of corporate team building uh a very popular one is the iron chef competition and that's where we have a mystery ingredient such as maybe bacon or uh, it can be uh, balsamic vinegars we even had avocados one time right your favorite karen and uh where uh, you would put them in all four courses and then we have a score sheet and um we uh we keep a, a score of all the dishes and then each team scores their dish and we also so there's some credibility to the the evening and then we announce a true winner at the end of the night that's oh, the so, iron chef competition that's so fun that can get pretty wild yeah yeah oh, yeah, right? yeah they uh they jump up and down and uh we have one uh, business that has been here every year except for last year of course um but uh, they'll be coming back and they've been here and, and they look at it as a highlight of their trip to lake geneva 
Sure. And you don't want to make your coworkers mad when you're in the kitchen with all these knives and heavy pans, right? So everybody well, has to get along in here. <laughs> well, we do some dancing with that too. We let it out, right? Lots of dancing going on. We we got the we play the funk. Oh yeah, right. We uh, we got the soul music and uh, uh, we have all kinds of fun. But uh, you know, the way we created the school was like you're at my home and in my home, you know, my kids and all. We would have you know a lot of energy in the kitchen, dancing, cooking away. And then uh, you get to go to the dining room. We have two dining rooms here. And that's where then we bring in music down, maybe a little Sinatra, a little Michael Buble. And then uh, each team plates their dish and then they would serve it in the dining room. And uh, that's where I think ours is a little bit more unique than other cooking schools where we have the energy in the kitchen, cooking and dancing. And then the dining room, you get a great meal. I mean, that's the best part. The food's phenomenal here. Well, the other thing that's unique about this school of cooking is you, um, because anybody who knows you or you go online and read the reviews, you are what makes it so much fun. And you're, you're just fun to be with. You're entertaining um, and people are learning something. So, so you are um, the big factor here in the success of the school of cooking. I mean, did you always love cooking or how, how did you oh, sure. come to be a chef? Yeah, no, when I was uh, 12 years old, I, I came up to Spring Green, Wisconsin. It's pretty ironic how now I'm in Wisconsin, but I was from New York, uh, almost like Lake Placid, and summer vacation and, and worked with my uncle at a restaurant. And um, I couldn't believe how hard we had to work. Um, nine in the morning till 10 o'clock at night, 12 years old, and uh, making uh, 50 loaves of bread every day, four apple pies and busting tables and doing all that. But then I realized he was enjoying himself. And at that point, I knew I wanted to be the chef. I wanted to be the guy in charge. Because, uh, you know, he just seemed to enjoy it so much, not slamming kitchen doors and using foul language, just uh, literally just enjoying the day. And uh, so that's when I, I decided I was going to be working to be the chef in this environment right here. It's great because it's like you're in my home. Again, we get to hang together. I get to see a lot of my friends, uh, people that I don't even know yet will become my friends. <laughs> and so because it's very intimate, very personal here. And um, uh, we like to just take it to a level. I mean, we talk about it. We give you 120% when you're here. And that just means that we're just, you keep up with me, I'll keep bringing more food out. I yeah. do feel like I'm just sitting in somebody's home, really nice home, but I feel like I'm just sitting in well, somebody's Well, you're in Lake kitchen. Geneva, right? Right. right. Exactly. Love in Lake Geneva. Hello. And it's like Someone's you're in a beautiful home. home. Yeah, we've been to many of them. I've been fortunate to uh, do a lot of catering in the community. Yeah. And uh, some of these homes, like we have an island, we're kind of hanging out right now, Karen and I, but I've been to homes where they have two of these islands back to back and you're going, what? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we've done cooking classes at people's homes, a little bit more uh, challenging kind of logistically bringing all equipment, but um, this one young lady had two of these islands. She said, chef, I think you're going to like my home. And yeah, I'm, like, oh, I'm my sure gosh. you did. We've right? been there many times. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you're going to do a little cooking, uh, cooking right now, right? Yes, yeah, right and on. I, we're talking about smell-o-vision. Yeah. Um, I don't know how, what word that would be for a podcast, but um, well, I, I wish everybody could even smell right now what I've smelled. He hasn't even started cooking yet. Right on. So and you see, you see if uh, we can hear this, because I'm going to turn the burners on right now. Oh, hello. We're gassed up right now. There it is. Holy cow. <laughs> right? So um, the dish we want to feature today is uh, named after my grandson, um, Henry Keikoa, Henry Keikoa Lee, these are risotto cakes, right? So um, I'm making something special for you, Karen. This is a vegan risotto here, right? With a vegetable stock and um, beautiful vegetables from the River Valley Ranch Mushroom Farm, which is right down Highway 50, seven miles east of here. And um, yes, poor Chef John, um, I said I'm probably 
I'm a, I'm a proud 25 year vegan, but I'm probably a chef's worst, worst nightmare. And um, he's was nice enough. I, I said, don't even bother trying to cook for me. I'm a nightmare. And he's nice enough to, to cook anyways. <laughs> sure. Well, here, Karen, we, we get, I guess, uh, um, vegans, we get gluten-free guests, right? Uh, we get uh, pescatarians. We get vegetarians, right? And then we get the uh, flexitarians, right? where uh, uh, they're a little bit more flexible than just a vegetarian, because we do have a lot of nice food here. Yeah. But... Uh, we take care of all of our guests. That's the 120% part. Are you, you finding know? any increase in, in plant-based eating or maybe you don't see it as much? <laughs> that would be another that podcast. Would be a no. Okay. <laughs> we don't have time for that one today. No, no there's stick with my own. <laughs> much more awareness out there of that. No doubt about right, it. Right. right? Yeah. And so, um, um, but, you know, years ago, we would do, uh, uh, especially in January, uh, a New Year, New You seafood dining class. And, um, you know, when you get two people sign up for class, that's not ideal when you're running a business. But now we do that class and we'll get 10, 12 people sign up for it. And so it's kind of exciting. We've seen that yeah. grow. And, uh, uh, you know, before, if we get too specialized in our classes, uh, sometimes, you know, the return on it um, wasn't ideal to run a business, but now um, we have less and less of a situation where we feel we only get a couple people. Yeah, class. gotcha. Mm -hmm. So we took the risotto right here and these beautiful, uh, there's beets in here. Oh, there you go, Chef, that's, right? Those are beets? Yeah, right on. Yeah, that's what the red is. I thought that was ground beef. I was wondering oh, no, if you no, didn't know the meaning no. of beef. Plant-based, <laughs> Karen, plant-based. That's amazing. We're doing it right here, Chef. <laughs> oh my God. You need a culinary checkup. <laughs> It looks just like ground beef. I wish you could all see this. No, well, it's risotto. Okay, right? So that's the little the rice, like little pellets here, right? And then there's green beans. There's carrots in here, right? And so, uh, but we had beets at the end, and that gives it that beautiful uh, rouge kind of color, okay? Where you're kind of mistaking it for the ground beef. But that's uh, that's beets right here, Chef, right? Green beans right there. And you can see a carrot in there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So then we, um, we make the risotto. We chill it down. And then we're going to now um, saute it. We're going to get these crispy edges, okay? Uh, we created this dish for, again, my grandson, who's four now, but they like crispy food. And we can't, you know, we're not all about, we're not about chicken tenders at all here. So we, we ended up making the risotto, and his birthday was in October. So there's fall harvest vegetables here, right? Or harvest vegetables. And then we would make it crispy by pan frying little risotto cakes. So then he would enjoy it because... Um, Kids like that little crispiness around the edge. What's the so what's the key in right? every time? Oh, oh that's, yeah. It's yeah. like Led Zeppelin right there, Chef. <laughs> yes, Chef. All your listeners now will know that, right? Right. Yes, Chef. Love in the lake life. <laughs> so I'm looking at you have that on kind of a high heat. Like, how do you not burn the pan? And every time I try to make something like that, it sticks to the pan. One side burns. Like, how do you get them nice and even and any kind of cakes like that? Well, that's why there's chefs and that's why there's dishwashers, Karen, you know? <laughs> so we'll see. Um, well, you want a little higher heat. Now we're using just extra virgin olive oil here because uh, uh, you're a vegan. So otherwise you could use butter, right? That'd give you a little more color and flavor, but... Um, no problem. I mean, we can do it here, but you want to have it a little crispy. So we let it go a little longer so that you create that crust, right? And again, when we created this for a, a three-year-old, a four-year-old, 
they wanted to have those crispies on the bottom here. And of course, you know, adults like it too, no doubt about it, but uh, that kind of creates that, that nice little crispy texture, right? Because then the inside is going to be a softer risotto texture. But here, check this out. This is the ticket right here, right? I'm holding this up right here next to the microphone, right, Karen? Yes, chef. You say yes, yes chef. Yes, chef. <laughs> right. Chef John signature seasoning right here. Right now, this is your ticket to great food. Okay? And you sell this. Yeah, yes, yeah. Well, we, we use it, I like to say, more than we just sell it. Okay. We use it in all our cooking right here. And um, uh, it, it, it's great when you get the cookbook, you get the package, because you get the seasoning with the cookbook. Because I like to tell people, it's like, if you didn't get the seasoning with the cookbook, it's like getting a Christmas toy with no batteries, right? Okay. So you got to have the whole package. Okay. And you get the two together, because you need to season your food properly. And whether it's plant-based, whether it's protein, whether it's a vegetarian base, um, Chef John's signature season right there. That will take good food to great food, Chef. Right on. Love it. Yeah. It smells so delicious. And I think we might be putting some oh pictures up. I will try. Oh, okay. We're going to try to put some pictures up along with this so you can so see what he's doing. You be seen from the pan so easily, right? right? You don't want to rush it. Right? The, the food takes time, right? And so, uh, so now we're just going to put more of the releasing for Beautiful, right? And see my, what I would be doing is smashing it down with the spatula oh, so it'll cook fast. <laughs> I have a lot to learn from you. Chef. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. <laughs> right on, right? Again, we're just gonna let you hear the sounds here. We should have like 10 seconds of quietness right here. This. Oh yeah. Just let everyone take that in. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, there's so much flavor in the risotto cakes, right, with the Chef John seasoning and the vegetables. I mean, the vegetables are Brussels sprouts, uh, again, green beans and uh, these carrots. And then we add beets in at the end of the risotto to give it a beautiful rouge color. And those are roasted separately. We add them in. And then um, we don't need much more with it. When we're going to plate this, it's right in the cookbook with a little 18-year-old balsamic, right? We're going to keep it right, you know, vegan for you, Chef, right? And then we're going to top it, uh, well, hmm. <laughs> we usually talk a little uh, parmigiano reggiano right but you know uh, we can have yours on the side because um when you came in here today Karen, i told you i was going to change your life today <laughs> you might try some parmigiano reggiano okay right on right otherwise we're keeping it true to it looks so vegan delicious. for you chef right now okay and what's one of you can answer this now while it's cooking um what's your favorite thing about living, having a business in the Lake Geneva area. Yeah, you know, I say I'm so fortunate that I get to work and play here in Lake Geneva. Um, I mean, a couple of things. I mean, when you can walk down to the Riviera, like we did this last summer, taking pictures in the book and then, you know, getting a boat from there, which is beautiful. I mean, obviously. Um, but also, you know, I love, uh, I love our business people, our community. You know, I, I mean, Kevin Fleming was a great business owner for 43 years here and he just uh, uh, closed his business after 43 years but you go in there and you could just talk to him i mean a nice guy and knows all this information about uh, you know just how the you know business in lake geneva that there's so many more i mean the lake geneva country meets now that as a family there growing and growing and nick Vorpagel now taking over and he's he's a hot shot you know or you know they, they're just growing they're doing some eric rose started the river valley ranch mushroom farm 42 years ago with his dad and, and they've grown and grown. And uh, I love supporting all of them. And I just like talking to them sometimes as just business people, unique sets, you know, unique businesses we have, but we all get along. Cornerstone shop. I mean, Karen over there and, and Bruce, right to Fontana home. I mean, 
we went over there in, uh, last fall and had a book signing that was just beautiful with Kathy Perkins at the Fontana home and different communities, right? Williams Bay, Fontana, Lake Geneva, but uh, it seems like everybody's together pulling through. And I love that part. Yeah. And the other thing too, there, we, we do a lot of different events, charity events. And um, one of our biggest events is coming up is the Geneva Lakes Berber Throwdown. Have you ever heard of that? Um, we get um, like 12 different chefs and restaurateurs to create burgers and then it supports the Badger High School culinary program. And it's uh, the chef's volunteer. It's $20. You get 12 little mini sliders and you get to vote on your People's Choice Award. And it started like nine years ago. And right here is the Bogan Cup. They said, Chef, we want to name the uh, cup after you because we do so much community work. And um, the winner gets it for a year or 11 months. And then I get it back for them. That's have fun. so nice. That's so we go around trophy. with gloves with, on like the Stanley Cup and then we throw up social media and but then you get a great burger. Yeah. From, well, hopefully someone won't throw that from one boat to another, right? On Lake Geneva. <laughs> well, if it was Tom Brady, it'd be okay. <laughs> but we don't have any avocado tequila, okay? So I don't think that's going to happen, Karen. <laughs> it's a high school program, young lady. Oh, that's right, right. <laughs> but I like where you're going, okay? Sure, sure. We could work together for sure. Mm -hmm. And how long are the classes typically? Like an hour, two hours? Four hours. Really? Oh, we're doing real cooking, chef. Real cooking. Yeah. Wow. So like average six to eight is in the kitchen. We have a champagne reception, popovers, and then we go over the teams and you cook till eight o'clock and then you sit down in the dining room and then um, uh, you dine until eight to 10. So it's like a, it's, it's, it's a dinner experience. and a show. I mean, yeah. yeah, exactly. You don't go out after this normally because yeah. uh, we put it out 120%. And so we don't hold back. Uh, but that's kind of, again, how it evolved. I wasn't sure how it was going to start out because people said, Chef, I want you to cook. I don't want to do the cooking. We want your food. Well, we made it very approachable for people to cook here, even the culinary challenge. And uh, you don't have to do dishes and, um, and you got to have time for dancing. And then um, uh, the food that, that you create is, I think, the most rewarding part of the experience. If people say, I can't believe I just made that. And it's not, you know. You're right. I mean, the community, everybody is so supportive of each other, the businesses, the people. And, you know, when you move up here full time, as I did a few years ago, even though I've been coming up here since I was a baby, uh, within just a few months of being up here full time, you find out everybody knows each other in some way. So you have to be mm -hmm. careful what you say. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Everybody's very supportive of each other. And it's, it's like one big happy family, really. It's, it's an exceptional community. I think we all love working and living here. Mm -hmm. So I think there's in little ways we help each other with our businesses. Um, and then another big event we have coming up at the Women's Weekend. Uh, again, this has been going on for many years, supports the uh, Geneva Lakes Women's Association. They get like, well, pre-pandemic days, like 600 ladies here for the weekend. And we do classes and people do seminars. And I mean, there's a candle shop, right? There's a jerky shop, right? And then, you know, I mean, we're a little bit more on the higher end of the, the whole seminar program that weekend, but they sell out every time, you know? And, yeah. and it's kind of neat um, that uh, they help to organize it all. And then they bring in people in the community, right? Young ladies. And then boom, you know, they just, they search out seminars and classes and it's great. Yeah. And, and who doesn't want that, right? For the, um, you know, their, uh, 
their little communities. Oh, well, and the Winterfest is huge. Yes. National Snow Sculpturing Championships. Even with the sub-zero temperatures during a pandemic, it was still uh, huge. And they love those sub-zero temperatures. Mm -hmm. And it actually helps the whole community because then they last longer. Yeah. But um, we fed them this year. I've been feeding them every year since we've had the event, 26 years. And it's my donation to the city, but that's really it's fun nice. meeting these people. I mean, it's fun talking to them. I mean, they come all over Alaska and Florida and New Hampshire, all over the country to be here in Lake Geneva. Yeah. And um, there's some of them that are so good that they come back almost every year. You know, the sculptures and, are unbelievable. Now they're melted, unfortunately, but they did stay a lot longer than yeah. they stayed last year. And uh, <laughs> you know, our visit Lake Geneva, Miss Stephanie Clatt. I mm -hmm. mean. What a great crew, and we brought her in here. She's she accepted amazing. it because she was the tourism director of Wisconsin. And, uh, you know, we've met her through the other years because uh, she's done a great job supporting the whole state. But now she just And she just got married um, yeah, at the like Maxwell Mansion, which Wednesday? was my last podcast was there. So, oh, yeah. yeah. Small world, right? Yeah, I haven't met those young uh, owners yet. Or they're, they're wonderful and really just want to preserve, you know, the historic value of the property, but have some exciting ideas as well. So yeah. talk to us a little bit as you're plating these about presentation and how important that is as a chef. Mm -hmm. Oh, well. You know, we, we like to, in, in the school of cooking, and we take time when you come back up to plate your dish. Uh, I think it's very important. You take time to cook a great product. You want to present it, you know, in a great way, but it's not the only part of that. There's no doubt about it. You know, as, as, a, as a great chef, a real chef, you want that food to taste great also. So uh, if you establish high quality food, uh, then when you plate it, you want a high quality presentation. And it can be simple. Uh, with balsamics and vinegars and which we're going to do now but also a lot of times we use a sauce we use it as a base sauce so it goes on the plate first and then our food product goes on top of that so we don't mask up the, the food product we don't over sauce it you're able to then as your guest you can bring in the sauces you want because then you can use a fork and bring up the sauce to the say uh, crab cake or something or maybe a, a, you know a shrimp dish or we do a beautiful potato crusted salmon filet sauce on the bottom Mm. Always. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we're just going to drizzle some olive oils. This is a little truffle oil. And, um, uh, you know, this is where, again, a little lighter style. Yeah. Great aromatic, Jeff Karen. Right on, man. Mm -hmm. mm, smells delicious. <laughs> mm -hmm. And you've got the great Topsy Turvy Brewery next door. Oh, your next mean. door neighbor, right? Yeah. We've done a yeah. few different events with them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. You're right. And that's where we fed the snow sculptures this year. And that was unique because we didn't have that available to us. They opened up inside October 1st. And so, um, you know, this is uh, their first off season, but we're looking forward to not being off season shortly. Right. <laughs> you know? right. It's coming. Yeah. The ice is starting to melt in parts of the lake, at least down by Maya and Fontana. Right on. So what we're doing here is we're putting a little oil, a little truffle oil on the plate first. And then we put this beautiful 18 year old balsamic and this beads up a little bit. And again, that's a little bit part of that presentation that we were just um, reminiscing about. Mm -hmm. Right on, right? And then we're going to take this beautiful Wisconsin cheese, right? Uh, I'm gonna be put yours on the side, but this is, um, this is a Merlot washed Bella Vitano, just gorgeous. You see that little red there? Again, these cakes now have a beautiful color to them. Right, and then we like to have that little rind on here, so then you can put this on the plate here, 
and this uh, is a award-winning cheese right here from uh, Appleton, Wisconsin. Mm -hmm. And uh, again, uh, I don't think I mentioned this yet in the podcast, but as a chef, we always talk about if you got great food coming in your back door, it just makes it that much easier for you to serve a great dish in your dining room. And this is a truly a high quality cheese product right here from Wisconsin. And there are many of them out there. There's no doubt about that, chef, right? Mm -hmm. I have some ice water here poured for you, chef. And then um, when you enjoy this, right, we'll see if you need any other Julia Child accompaniments. <laughs> <laughs> we won't tell everybody what those are. <laughs> it's not avocado tequila, okay? No, chef, no, chef. Right? And um, um, I, I hope you felt, you know, you're good with our, our little podcast today, oh, right? Yes. I'm going to take a bite while okay. we're still on Beautiful. so that everybody can just hear. Oh, so while you're doing that, I'm going to talk about our alumni. So once you come to the School of Cooking, right, you just got to show up once. You're alumni here. And we uh, do a lot of things that we try to for our family, friends, and alumni that we talk about. And one of them is our Chef of the Month Club. So, you know, people take a picture when they're here with their apron on, a hat, and uh, big smiles and cooking. And we have a whole wall in our dining room, and you can win a $95 gift certificate for your next class. And then we have, then you're in the running for Chef of the Year. We announced that on Valentine's Day at 3 o'clock. That's so much fun. And um, she's coming, um, oh, March, yeah, right, St. Patrick's Day weekend as a chef of the year. And then we put her picture all over the place. Oh, that's, that's <laughs> <so great. laughs> We have a good time. It's yeah. our program, right? But we had the first time we've had a winner, Karen, for chef of the year. Uh, she didn't cook. She didn't cook at all, right? But she lined up these beautiful champagne glasses for me, right? And they, she got her head down below and uh, she took a picture and she was with her girlfriend. She, she brought her mother the next time. And now she's bringing her husband and she's the chef of the year, right? And so on the way here, she tells her husband, you know, I'm the chef of the year. And he goes, no way. You don't even cook. No way. So he, he walked in here and we have her picture all over. And he goes, oh, my gosh, you are the chef of the year. The moral of the story is you don't have to cook good. You just got to look good. Right. Okay? <laughs> that picture was beautiful, right? We'll never forget it. It was just, it was just unique. And uh, she had a big smile. And, um, you know, it, there is a part of that that we enjoy. A little beverage as you walk in here to relax people. And ideally, it's sparkling wine, champagne, yeah. Prosecco. Prosecco. Oh, well, love the Prosecco. Okay, this is so good. So delicious. And that you said this, yeah, this is one it's of in the, the good ones. Book, right so on. I will be making it now that I know, I watched you do it. Yes, sure. And I know what it's supposed to taste like. That is incredible. See, you yeah. know, vegans don't have it so bad, right? Not at all, not at all. <laughs> Especially when you work it, I like to say, you know, I, I, I'm humble when I say a, a real chef, but, you know, I want to be a chef. I want to be the epitome of a chef. But, you know, so you're always striving to take care of your guest, right? Yeah. And so uh, that's what we love doing here, 120%. Well, I so appreciate that you did this. And it is truly one of the best vegan dishes I've had. And I cannot thank you enough for being on the podcast today. And I hope everybody who has not yet experienced and people who have, I know that people go back numerous times that they go to your website and look at all of the things that are available, the great experiences, the great products like the, the cookbook and, and check it out. Me, so, me. so thank you so much for being here. You know what I'm thinking? I'm thinking I'm loving Lake Geneva. Oh, Hello. thank you for loving LakeGeneva.com. <laughs> yes, chef. Yes, chef. Yes, chef. And as always, thanks to the listeners for letting me share my love of Lake Geneva, the natural beauty, the crystal clear waters, the sunshine and the sunsets. But most of all, 
the people like Chef John. I'm Karen Stray Rappaport. Join me next time as another guest takes their place in the sun. Bye for now. I feel all right, like the morning